0: Okay. Okay.
1: Anne Nortcliffe right. and Andrew Middleton have um, been responsible for last year's um, autonomous learning project using student audio notes uh, which came about as a result of our work from audio feedback A realisation by the academic why am I recording these conversations and then distributing them back to the students with the feedback? Surely the device needs to be in the hand of the student to collect all those feedback conversations that are happening in the less formal setting.
0: Well, at the, at the time, at the outset of the project, I don't think we were that clear that <clears throat> we were talking about the less formal situations, but we were clear that managing, you know, turning around all those audio feedback conversations was something that was going to be difficult to scale.
1: Yeah, I mean, but also I've been observing this, and that's what I wrote originally in the, um, the bid, that, that I mean, conversation are happening all the time and necessarily the students don't have that audio device with, particularly with other academics who don't do audio feedback but they'd had a valuable conversation and wanted that
0: and we were aware that it's a very uh, accessible device um, and you know, as all the literature on audio feedback says it's, 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 it makes a strong connection uh, even when you can't be in the same place and at the same time so we recognised that there was a lot of mileage in what audio feedback might be in that project. So uh, actually how did it go then, Anne?
1: So we, we, we managed to get 50, over 50 volunteers from across the institution. To, and on the first, when we issued the devices, many of their perceptions were in using the device to record lectures. And by the time of the first survey, which was in the trimester of the project, that's actually how they were using it.
0: Yeah, I, I find that rather dispiriting, actually, at the outset of this project on learner autonomy, that we uh, found ourselves with pretty well every student turning up wanting to record that lecture.
1: Yeah. But at
0: least it was them that was, was going to do the recording. Uh, yeah.
1: But by the time we got to the um, midway of the project and we did um, focus groups, yes, the students were often talking about using the device as an external memory aid dump, whether that was for personal notes when they had ideas, or in recording lectures, or just recording group work conversations and wanted to be able to recall later what was said, they'd started to think about how in other ways that they may be able to use it. Some students started mentioning about tutorial groups where it had been really useful to take on board some of the feedback that gone in the session, or in their dissertation meetings with their supervisors to take feedback.
0: So the imagination there was still fairly tied to the formal learning environment, to the formal processes.
1: But it was beginning to, they were beginning to recognise that some were already starting to abandon the lectures, saying, this isn't quite, this is too supplementary, too much work, and we're moving away from it. They had one student reporting on creating her own revision notes and using the device. Another student slicing out from his lecture notes anything that was to do with the assessment and then listening to it when they were preparing the assessment.
0: Okay, so back on the feedback focus, because we saw people gathering, gathering the world around them, the people around them using the device. So towards the end of the project, what What? shift did we notice?
1: Well, by the final survey, it was a complete shift. Over half of them reported we're using it for gathering feedback in many, and, they, and the, with the final focus group, we were able to ascertain a bit more of the type of um, feedback. It was in many guises. There was, in, in, if they were recording group work activities, they were then synthesizing, they'd go back and distill and synthesize what had been said to give back to feedback to their peers or to themselves, and reflection.
0: Now, this this is a really important part of our own conclusions, because a lot of them weren't um, necessarily making the most use of their recordings. You know, that shift from dumping and just collecting stuff, gathering stuff. If this is going to be of any value at all, then the students have to be encouraged and supported in re-engaging with their notes. And that might mean, and probably does mean in many cases, changing medium. Yeah. To, to listen back and put those spoken words into a different setting by by writing them down or, or, or whatever is most useful. But I, I think the idea that people are just getting feedback, listening to it on the bus, getting off the bus, and it's in one ear and out the other, there's a danger there. And so we would suggest that... People using audio feedback really need to embed it properly and make sure students understand how they're meant to use it.
1: It's about that integration in their learning and how they're going to distill that information and to reflect upon it and then integrate it into feeding forward into their studies so they progress. I and mean, this is what we were observing by the end of the project. This is, this is what was happening. Students have started referring to it in that how they could carry on using the concept beyond their education for so continual professional development in reflective practice, and many expressed because of the issues that they wish they'd had the device from the first year.
0: Yeah, quite a few said that, didn't they? That they obviously really valued it. That other killer question was uh, if you lost it, would you go out and replace it for yourself with your own money? And we tended to get very positive responses to that question. So, you know, if we're estimating the value of this to the uh, 52 participants in the project, we we can say that the students were telling us they would replace it with their own money. money. Um, And that was quite telling. I think before we uh, reach the road ahead, (laughs) uh, we should explain what we've just done. Uh, We set ourselves the challenge to record this case study between one road junction and another in this very informal learning environment. And we're just about to hit the main road and uh, go down the subway at which point we're meant to uh, conclude this yeah. so before we uh, get to the road any uh, final final thoughts?
1: Our final thoughts I think is the conclusion is is that any institution should be looking at developing a framework that actually encourages students and supports them to be able to record the formal the informal and the semi-formal and um, feedback learning opportunities within that, in order for that to happen, because feedback is around you all the time, that it's not just from the academics, it's from their fellow peers, as to stress the um, work that's at Oxford Brooks, that also we should be supporting and developing staff and students in giving effective feedback. Because it's a life skill, it goes beyond higher education, and so the audio, can fit
0: into that life skill. yeah I, for me, you know just before we switch off the record button, this is learner autonomy. this is learner centeredness and learner centeredness. One of the big key points there is where is the responsibility? well, if you look at the NSS, the feedback was that students weren 't being given enough feedback or they didn 't recognize it. well, as responsible learners in a learner centered paradigm, we need to change the culture, and that culture needs to be a culture where the learner takes as much responsibility for recognising and finding and gathering the feedback as the academic member of staff is doing. Shall we leave it there?
1: Yes.